this is Angels broadcaster Trent Rush, and you're listening to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now here's your host, my guy, Taylor Blake Ward. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. Great to have you on board for this Friday edition of Locked On Angels. Not just the Friday edition, but opening day edition of Locked On Angels. Opening day for your Angels as they take on the Oakland Athletics later tonight, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Opening day is, it's not just a national holiday. There's so much excitement that goes around opening day and uh, we're ecstatic. It's going to be a great season this year. We're going to have fun here at Lockdown Angels. Before we get to anything, though, a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, you can download today's show or subscribe to Lockdown Angels via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcasting outlet you're using to listen to today's show. Before we lead into today's show, just a note, yesterday we did have a late episode that went out because of power outages in the local area. Also, I was on vacation earlier in the week, so we didn't have shows earlier this week. Uh, I did record last Friday with DC Lundberg of Locked On Mariners that I have to put that show up. We just talk about random baseball names, guys that we liked while we were kind of growing up, random ball players that we love. So watch for some extra shows coming up later in the weekend. And of course, we are going to push back into the weekend for tomorrow's show, a recap of opening day. We usually don't go on the weekends, but obviously with opening day being on Friday, we are going to have a Saturday episode tomorrow. So we hope you enjoy that. Let's dive into today's show. We have an opening day roster for the Angels. Opening day later tonight, as we noted, 7 o'clock Pacific time against the Oakland Athletics. But we have a full roster, 30 guys that made the opening day roster for the Angels as permitted by the new rules by Major League Baseball for this abbreviated 2020 season. Also a note that we didn't have for yesterday's show, we recorded before they announced what was made, expanded playoffs. 16 teams are going to make the playoffs here in 2020, so the Angels' odds of making the playoffs are substantially better. Because you figure this Angels team had a chance at the wild card, had a chance at winning the division, but you have Oakland and Houston who are likely better teams than the Angels are this year. But now you look at the the American League, the Angels are going to be one of the better eight teams in the American League. At least you hope so, uh, pending health and everything. But you know it does sound like the Angels have much better odds going into this year when it comes to the expanded playoffs. We're going to start off uh, touching on the opening day roster with this rotation. Obviously, you have Andrew Heaney, who is going to be pitching later tonight. You're hoping for a breakout year from Andrew Heaney. Over his five years with the Angels, with some injuries involved, went 20-23 and with a 4.34 ERA. He's striking out uh, batter per inning, walks about 2.5 per nine. His biggest issue is hits allowed and home runs, and that's been the biggest issue. So if he can turn the corner, limit the base runners, limit the hits, the walks I'm not worried about, but the hits, that's where it's going to really impact. You figure he's been about a league average starter most of his career with the Angels. You look at last year, had a 4.91 ERA, did strike out, I mean, 11, 11.1 per nine, which is a huge mark. I think this is the biggest thing for Andrew is just turning the corner and becoming the pitcher that he's expected to be. Behind him, starting tomorrow night, is going to be Dylan Bundy, who came over in the offseason for four mid-level prospects. But Dylan Bundy, very similar to Andrew Heaney. Just you're waiting for him to turn the corner over his four, uh, last four years with Baltimore. You had that 2012 season, kind of fluky, uh, where he pitched an inning in two-thirds. But 
Over his last four years with the uh, Orioles there, 4.67 ERA, 95 ERA plus, striking out near a batter per inning. He is walking three per Another guy that just he struggles to give he gives up a lot of hits. So maybe this defense is going to be a supportive cast for Dylan Bundy. It's going to be interesting to kind of monitor how he uh, gets out of the a or the American League East. That's a big deal for him. Sunday is going to be Shohei Otani. He is going to pitch on Sunday, so you won't ever see him on Saturdays or Mondays. A lot of uh, off days on Mondays, but Shohei Otani. I mean, this guy, two way player, one of the most exciting players in all of baseball. Shohei Otani is going to be thrilling to watch. You've got Griffin Canning going later uh, on Monday afternoon. You're keeping an eye on any sophomore slumps. He had a 4.58 ERA last year, 99 ERA plus, which is exactly league average. Walked a few guys. Did limit hits better than the other two guys that we mentioned in Dylan Bundy and Andrew Heaney. Shohei Otani, by the way, I mean, when the velocity comes back, because he's been in the mid-90s, which works perfectly fine, but you get him into the upper 90s with that splitter, he's going to be fantastic. Griffin Canning, you just you work on the command a little bit. You see he's young. He's only 24 years old. This guy, he's, you know, this is a guy that's really worth watching long term here. And having him come back healthy because you expected he wasn't going to be ready in May due to, uh, I believe it was, was a forearm? It was some kind of soreness in his throwing arm. Um, so you got Shohei Otani back, Griffin Canning back. Rounding out the rotation is going to be Matt Andrees, who there's some interesting expectations, I feel like, for Matt Andrezi. He, he he added a two-seamer and a cutter back into his arsenal. Didn't really have to use that when he was in a bullpen role. Now he has about five or six pitches he can use. Matt Andreese may be a very unique name that may help the Angels. Never really was a top prospect. Came out of the local area. So he's going to be interesting to watch. Another local product, Patrick Sandoval, did make the rotation. He is a six-man in the rotation. Another guy that still has prospect status attached to him. Uh, but So he will be a rookie this year. You got to see him a little bit last year. Added that changeup, and that changeup is a real weapon. So it's going to be fun to watch this rotation. It, a lot of people th – this rotation is – the knock on the Angels' uh, entire roster is how is this rotation going to be able to handle the course of a full season? Over 60 games, I like their odds. I like that you're having Shohei Otani go once a week at least. I think you're going to be competitive with Andrew Heaney, Dylan Bunny, and Griffin Canning, though you're going to be facing some pretty lively arms against them. But I think you're at least going to be competitive with those three guys as well as Shohei. And then you got Matt Andrees and Patrick Sandoval, who you're kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with those two guys to really see the full success of the Angels season. This is a monumental year for the Angels rotation to really answer some questions about how the future is going to kind of hold up and how the Angels are going to be successful here in 2020 and beyond. Really briefly on the bullpen, you have the usual suspects, Cam Bedrosian, Ty Buttry, Keenan Middleton, Noe Ramirez, Hansel Robles, all returning. You do have some new additions as well. Uh, Mike Myers really did impress during spring training or summer camp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, big expectations out of Mike Myers, as well as Jacob Barnes, who was added to the Major League roster here. He was not initially on the 40-man, so uh, Jacob Barnes... Two other guys, well, you have Felix Pena, who's returning from that ACL injury, so great to have Felix back, good to have him back. Two guys that were added, and something that's been noted for a long time, everyone's wanted to see the Angels add some lefties to their bullpen. They have two this year. You've got Ryan Buckter, who, Ryan Buckter, you look back at his career as a lefty, he has been such a good reliever. Since 2016, a 2.86 ERA, a 147 ERA+. plus. 
this guy has just limited runs, and it's so important to have a guy like that in your bullpen. So Ryan Buckter, a huge addition. Also, Hopi Milner, very interesting add to the uh, bullpen there for the Angels. He was also added to the 40-man roster, so it's going to be interesting to see how these two lefties mix in with the bullpen, but the Angels finally do have some lefties, and I got to say, Ryan Buckter, one of the most underrated offseason additions for the Angels. I think Jacob Barnes and Ryan Buckter, huge additions for the Angels' bullpen. We'll touch on the offense in the second segment, but before we do that, let's talk about rockauto.com. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's family-owned business. They've been around for over two decades. I've used them before in the past. I really enjoy Rock Auto. Even before they were a sponsor for the show, I used Rock Auto, so I definitely recommend checking them out. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you all the parts your car will ever need, and I literally mean that. It doesn't matter what kind of car you drive. RockAuto.com has the parts, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto at checkout. Tell them Locked On sent you. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Woodley from the Locked On Raptors podcast. Basketball is my first love, but man, do I love me some Shohei Otani. Here to talk about Otani and more is your host for Locked On Angels, Taylor Blake Ward. That's right, Sean. We are going to talk about Shohei Otani and more here in the second segment. Talk about the Angels opening day roster. Here in the second segment, we're going to talk about the offense. One thing I did miss in the first segment is that Julio Tehran is not on the opening day roster. He did test positive for COVID-19 prior to summer camp and has missed time, so they're just waiting for him to get back. Another guy that can make you a little bit more competitive. I know the analytics don't really support his number, his uh what he really does, but if he can continue to just limit runs, perform above the analytics, you know, that's a great thing. That's that's the beauty of baseball is analytics are, are great for the game, but at the same time, you still have to go out and play baseball. And Julio Tehran just goes out, pitches, limits runs. That's the important thing. Another guy that's going to be missing uh, the start of the year is Luis Renjifo, who is not on the 30-man roster for the same reasons. Um, one guy that is going to miss just a few games here is Anthony Rendon, the biggest free agent splash of the offseason for the Angels. Anthony Rendon dealing with an oblique injury. So you won't see him on opening day later tonight. You may not see him tomorrow. You may not see him over the weekend. We're going to get more on that. Uh, as the day goes on and things like that. But uh, Anthony Rendon will be a big part of the season for the Angels. Looking at this Angels roster, we're just going to kind of go from position to position, is the catching position. Jason Castro is going to get the majority share uh, of time at catcher. Max Stassi is going to be your backup catcher. Taylor Ward is going to be your third string catcher. Interestingly enough, I'm curious to see how they utilize that because both Max Stassi and Jason Castro are horrendous against lefties and there's no other way to put it left-handed pitchers they just can't handle them I mean Max Stassi is a right-handed hitter last year he was I mean he was a surefire out it was a shame because Max is such a great guy he's a great defender behind the plate but just the hitting's not there right now and if he can hit just a lick it's going to be valuable for your backup catcher especially over 60 games but Jason Castro I mean this is one of the better offensive catchers in the league he just really struggles against lefties so you may utilize Taylor Ward who is on this 30 day or 30 man roster uh, as your kind of platoon catcher in, in certain scenarios uh, as for the rest of the infield you've got Albert Pujols and Matt Theis and Jared Walsh at first base you have David Fletcher and Tommy Lasella at second Anthony Rendon at third and Andrelton Simmons at shortstop as we noted, Anthony Rendon is going to miss some time, so you're probably going to see David Fletcher over at third for a few days here. You might see Matt Theis. Still got to wait and see how things play out. 
you got to see how much playing time Albert Pujols is going to get as well because he's going to DH on the days that Shohei is not in the lineup. Shohei is not going to be in the lineup on uh, Saturdays and Mondays, day before he pitches, day after he pitches. Albert likely going to be DH at that time. So you're going to be splitting time at first base between Matt Theiss and Jared Walsh. You also have Tommy LaStella who's getting reps at first base, which could really change the structure of your team. You imagine an infield, a middle infield of David Fletcher and Andrelton Simmons. Nothing is getting past that middle infield. The defense, that's going to be such a, a vital, important piece is the defense. You have these guys, we noted, Andrew Heaney allows a lot of hits. Uh, Dylan Bundy allows a lot of hits. Maybe you lose some of those hits in a game, and that could be the difference between a win and a loss. In a 60-game season, that is monumental. So if you can utilize Tommy LaStella at first base and have David Fletcher and uh, Andrelton Simmons up the middle for you. Anthony Rendon at third. I mean, that defense, the infield defense, could be spectacular. And even if you have Matt Theis at first base, he's a pretty good first baseman. The only problem there is he's a little, he's under six foot, and you want a bigger target to throw to at first base. But outside of that, I mean, these guys, this defense is going to be fun to watch. Even a catcher, Jason Castro, Max Stassi, very good defensive catchers. Then you get to the outfield, you've got Mike Trout, the best player in the game. I mean, Mike Trout. I saw an article from ESPN earlier this morning saying that Mike Trout was not the best player in the game. <laughs> hoopla. Hoopla. Yeah, I remember that SpongeBob episode. This thing, I'm off the rails, I guess. I had a monster this morning, and I'm a little bit off the rails. Uh, but Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. There's no denying it. He is. And uh, you've got him playing center. You've got Justin Upton and left. You have Brian Goodwin at right. It does sound like David Fletcher may be moving around, depending on how Tommy LaStella does at first base. Um, just to utilize your full offense. David Fletcher may play a little bit of right field. You have Taylor Ward and Michael Hermosillo as your fourth and fifth outfielders. Michael Hermosillo, very valuable and kind of underrated value-wise because of the speed that he carries and also his base running abilities. He's a very good base runner. So if the game goes into extra innings, you may be seeing Mikey Hermosillo on second base to start off the extra innings and be that guy that is used as a speed weapon. The deeper you look at this Angels roster, there's a lot of role players that, that kind of play into your favor, like the third catcher in Taylor Ward, like the speed option of Mikey Hermosillo, Tommy LaStella moving around, David Fletcher moving around, uh, Max Stassi, defensive value behind him. You got Jared Wallace, the two-way player uh, who can pitch for you as well. Shohei Otani, speaking of two-way players, let's talk about Shohei Otani. One big thing about him, he is going to miss Saturdays and Mondays. That's going to be 16 total games. Actually, you look into August, that's only I think they only have one Monday game. And so you're looking at August, he's only missing uh what four games in the final uh, month of the year. 16 games, so he's going to play about 46 games for you. He's got about three and a half, eh, 3.8 plate appearances per game just roughly based on what he's done so you're looking at about 160 to 170 plate appearances for him that's still going to be valuable you're still going to be able to use him on the mound use him as a hitter he's going to be one there's a lot of people that expect him to be the MVP favorite over Mike Trout this year because of the two-way mark so it's gonna be interesting to note one big item that we have to note on is that Joe Adele the Angels top prospect did not make the opening day roster this is a note that I want to touch on specifically because Joe Adele, obviously very talented. There's no questioning the talent level of Joe Adele. It's the readiness to perform at the major league level. There's been questions about his defense and base running. The bat is much further advanced than we thought it was because if you'd asked me a month ago if Joe Adele would make the opening day roster, I would have said no, flat out. I said his bat's not ready. Now I believe his bat is ready. It's just is everything else going to be ready? So the big thing to note with Joe Adele is if he's not up in a week to two weeks – this is not a service time manipulation item. 
If he's up in a week or two, then it obviously is going to be a service time manipulation item. And you would understand very obvious frustration uh, from the fan base. It's smart from a baseball perspective, from a front office perspective. It is very smart to get that extra year of control, even if we have totally different negotiations in the upcoming CBA that eliminates this service time manipulation. Either way, you have to look at it from a baseball side and you have to look at it from uh, a non-baseball side. If he is up in two weeks, then that's service time manipulation. If he's not up in two weeks, that is going to be something where he is not ready. And Billy Epler and Joe Madden and the Angels front office knows so much better than we do when a player is going to be ready. Billy, uh, Billy Epler noted when Joe Adele comes up, he's not going back down. He is staying up. He is a major league piece. So it's going to be interesting to monitor the next week and a half, two weeks on the Joe Adele front. And on that note, that is going to put a wrap on recapping the Angels' 30-man opening day roster. It's been fun. It's, I can't believe we have real competitive baseball lying ahead in front of us here in just a couple hours. The Angels and Athletics taking each other on in Oakland at 7 o'clock later tonight. One item, the Angels have lost each of their last six opening day contests. Their last win came in 2013 in Cincinnati. They've lost each of the last three in Oakland. So hopefully later tonight, that trend can change. And I know next year, they won't be opening up in Oakland, which is going to be a fun mark uh, to not be in Oakland to start the season. Uh, we'll have comments from Joe Madden, whoever the star player of the game is for the Angels tomorrow. We hope you enjoy the game. It's been a pleasure bringing Lockdown Angels to you uh, through the course of this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Uh, there's been some challenges. We've had to really be creative with some of our content but you guys have bared with us, and I really do appreciate that. Uh, now we get to talk about real competitive baseball. The Angels are playing real baseball here in 2020. Going to be fun to watch. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at LockedOnAngels, and you can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, you can download today's show or subscribe to Locked On Angels via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcasting outlet you're using to listen to today's show. As a reminder, today's show is brought to you by CBDMD. Our friends over at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. And to make it even easier, CBDMD is offering our listeners up to 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. It's been a pleasure bringing you today's show. It's been a pleasure bringing you shows over the last few months. But let's get ready for some real baseball. Yes, real baseball. For Lockdown Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward reminding you to dot your I's, cross your T's, and stay nasty, Anaheim. Happy opening day. <laughs>